to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Rogers, ready to move out. Holy smokes, Batman. It's Gaggle of Geeks with uh, Blake Howard and Sophie Live. the sound of honks, which means it's time for Gaggle of Geeks. This is your weekly geekly here on 2SER, the podcast version. I'm Sophie Lai. I'm Blake Howard. And we have a very special guest, Blake. Do. Tali Alatia. Welcome. Hello. I feel like I should have done a, like a goose sound. But <laughs> <laughs> don't. No. Don't. 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 All, but Blake, that'll be your last honks for a little while. It will be. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and w- I was just thinking we need to get an updated intro for Tali. Number one, because Tali is joining us uh, for at least the next four weeks while I... No, I'm not like going on a holiday or anything exciting. There's nothing exciting there. Um, just the birth of my second child. Birth of your Yay. second geek and that's related to and may you. He be, in the words of the Godfather, and may he be a masculine child. He is. I've got a lovely girl at home, but I'll have a boy, and then it's closing up shop, geeks. You've got one of each. <laughs> one, one of, of each. each. You've made two geeks. <laughs> You're done. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's a, I'm off for at least a month. So I decided, uh, and Sophie and I were like, look, you know, we want the podcast to go on, um, and we don't want it to just be three minutes in a in a bleary-eyed sleeplessness that I just leave Sophie like a really weird voicemail. It would be, be like, really hilarious. Well, She'd be like, go, 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 go. milk what? <laughs> I'll see things on Twitter four Batman days after wants, they happen. Batman wants me to get me ice cream. <laughs> diaper, and then Barney came in. And, uh. And I've watched the same episode of Trolls 40s Hunt. Um, so, yeah, that that's not what was going to happen. We got Tali to join us because um, some of you guys listening might have heard her before. I knew her from Melanie Tate is a really awesome ABC um, Tasmania radio presenter. And occasionally um, she gets on Film Critics to talk on her show. And a few mm-hmm. times I filled in for some of her regular folk um, on there. And she always talks about a friend, Tali, who is around producing and whatnot. Well, that's me. That's her. And... I knew about her because then she came and was one of the top five out of a hundred thousand entrants, including my dumb self, who <laughs> went for the Triple J gig, um, who now went to Amelia. But Tali was in the top five and the first cab off the rank. Yeah, it was very crazy. And in hindsight, when I was doing it, it was funny because I spoke to the presenters of the Triple J Breakfast program as a part of the audition that you had to talk to them. Yep. And they were like, talk about something that you're watching at the moment that you really love. And they prepped me for it. And I was like, oh, okay, great. It's Master of None because Aziz Ansari, I just finished the second season. I was obsessed. Uh-huh. So I've gone, this is great. It's a youth radio station. They'll know about it. This will be great. We'll have a great conversation. So they've asked me the question, what have you been watching? Oh, well, Master of None. And then they made the mistake of saying, oh, we haven't seen it. So instead of me realising it was an audition, I've just yelled at them to be like, how have you not seen it? It's the best show in the world. You've got no excuse. Rant, rant, rant. Rage at them, rage at them, rage at them. And then they're like, Look, oh, okay. we pe- like people, we people of colour, we don't see many on screen. And when we see them, we get really overexcited. <laughs> we get oh God, very excited. So I completely and utterly forgot that I was on live radio going across to the whole of Australia as I've launched this tirade. And then they played my audition, like my audition piece, which which I did on 13 Reasons Why, mm. which was kind of a little bit more serious because I was then kind of weirdly attacking them and then at the end talking about all this stuff. And I, I just got off the phone of this interview and I went, hmm, 
that was essentially a job interview and I feel like I yelled at the people and then I did other Best. things. To be yeah. fair, they get yelled at a lot by other <laughs> presenters. They so. sure do. And, 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 I, and what I would say is that's you, like, you're yep. allowed, if you're passionate about it, that's mm, awesome. Yeah. That's a good differentiator. You could yep. have been like the... I will go into bat for the things that I love, regardless yes. of where I am and, and how many people are listening at the time. And that is why she's on this show with us. Yes. Go Geeks! Hey! She can have a... And, and she can... She's ready. She's ripe yep. and ready for a rant. Yep. And I'm ready for you to at me. Do you know a lot of people on Twitter are like, don't at me about my opinion? I'm like, at me. Come on, bring uh, it. Bring it. Bring it. Let's That's do it. That's Blake a lot sometimes when he gets yeah. angry at Star like, Wars fans. Just like, don't at me. Don't at me. Because uh, sometimes you go down the rabbit hole with Star Wars fans, so Tali, I'll just uh, give you the heads up. Okay. But I, 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 I also like an undeniable don't at me. Like yeah. where you're just like, this is this, don't at me. Like just, <laughs> I, I love the real pathetic ones. Just like, look, ice cream is great, don't at me. What? To be fair, Sorry, I, did, what? Yeah, yeah, that, I did do it the other day. Where did you? I, like I was in Hobart. I went to Hobart last week and I went to a farm market. Mofo. Yes. And it was amazing. Yes. But, yeah. You'd think that this is what it is. It's not that. The farmer's market. Is. I went to the farmer's market <laughs> and I had a donut for breakfast and I was Delicious. so proud of my donut. And so I tweeted it and I was like, this is my breakfast. Don't at me because it's a great idea. <laughs> and then I realized like, don't at, don't at me kind of sounds it's like, like don't not me. Puns. And I was yeah. like, yeah, well, this works out beautifully. Beautiful. Beautiful puns. We love a good pun. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> puns are so good. So, guys, um, Tali's going to be part of the Extended Gaggle Geeks team for at least a month while I'm uh, hanging and out. And beyond, I reckon. And beyond, for sure. And I'm going to... I just keep turning up. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to... But I will call in to announce my, my, my future son's name. It's already locked oh. down. It's been locked down for ages. Like really, okay. it's going to be like a gender reveal party. You're going to be balloons oh, where you pop no, it, or no. you're going to see my like, American cousins do that, and I'm like, why? No, so yeah. stop. Okay, a couple of things. Heaps impatient. Heaps okay. couldn't couldn't wait for that. Like yeah. I thought it'd be like a hangman. She's like, guess a letter and then you fill no, it in. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> Which would, would really great. work so on a podcast. Cool. No, the, the, the hangman would be amazing and, and not good for a podcast, <laughs> but would be amazing. The only reason why I think the gender reveal was important for us is because. Now that I, we know it's a boy, mm. like shops closed. Like, yeah. like you don't I, just I, stop. Tr- stop trying. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> shops closed, guys. Yeah, okay. I don't want to get into specifics, but if I could, if I could be in the next room under general and or local anaesthetic, <laughs> yelling out, going, "Is everything okay?" and then go, "Doc, snip, cut, tie it up, whatever you got to do, sort it out," because it's over. I would be, but um, I'm super impatient. So, like, you know, we we were there. My, like, where I, I said to my I said to my wife Sam, I'm like, okay, so if this is a girl, like, are we gonna try again for a boy? Does that mm-hmm. mean we're gonna have three kids? And she's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. And I go, okay, I go. Then I flip the question. So if it's a boy, are we having any more kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Right. Done. You have so, one of each. So, You're good. So, so in that first in yeah. that first ultrasound where you can find out, I'm like, it was a boy. Oh my god, that was like a little penis. Is it a little penis? Is it a penis? Is it a penis? I think it's a penis. I'm gonna wait for them to say it. Then they said it. I was like, Yes. Score. Two kids. I don't like being outnumbered either. Like they're outnumbered. Thing. Yeah. I'm like two parents, two kids, it's like yep. it's Otherwise, equal one episode of Survivor. Yeah. 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 Oh, Allegiances are being no, formed. No, no, no. People are getting voted You're off an so island. Right. Your torch would be ex- uh, like uh, assumed in the I'm gone first week. Yeah. I'm gone first week. They're like, this guy, he's a threat. Yeah. He's out. And yeah. you know, two sets of arms to carry two sets of kids. That's just like, yeah. separate them. Can you imagine if it was a third and they're fighting? Oh my God. No, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> your face. You, <laughs> she's looking at me laughing with this huge smile like, no, I don't know. I know. And no. how old's your daughter? She's, uh, she's now like 20 months. Wow. So you're going to have two kids under, under two, two years. Yeah. 
it was an accident. Yeah, that's, that, that is why <laughs> you will not be here for the next four weeks. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be busy. But we know, super excited. My wife and I are stoked and uh, we can't wait. And it's going to mm. be, it's just going to be a handful for the first. Yeah. Everyone's just like, you know, there's always those cautionary tales like, oh, it's going to be chaos if you had a good one before. It's going to be, I don't care. It's just like, yeah. It, even if we had two angels, it's still going to be chaos for like at mm. least a month and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. Is your daughter fine. excited? She has no clue. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, this this tr- could be a rivalry. Tr- tr- like, it's going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah. She's not going to She's like, what? That? What's that? <laughs> Why is it still here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Put and, it back. Yeah. Put it back. I don't want it around. No, and, uh, as, so- as soon as this is my thing that I envision, it's like, mom, mom, mom like, like mom's yeah. holding hold baby, mom. Mom, mom, <laughs> come here. Like trying to pick her up, pull her around. And then I think the switch is going to be, she's going to just want to do everything because yeah. she's a sweaty pie. So she's going to be like, I want to push the pram. I want to <laughs> carry him. I want to bath him. No, you can't bath him. I want to take him in. No, you can't take him in. I want to play in the, I want to put him in the it ball pit. It already sounds exhausting. Yeah. I'm going to be tired. Well, hey, at least you can just put the Incredibles on nonstop for the two of them. No, not Incredibles. It's still Trolls. You're still Tro- on Trolls? Trolls is on oh. rotation. Trolls, Trolls on Netflix. That's what it is. Really? The Netflix show. Seriously, I'm so... Is that like Kitty Crack? I've watched it so many times that I like... (laughs) It's really funny with Blake because since we've been doing this podcast, every like three weeks, I'll check on which like movie he's up to. What's in rotation? Yeah, Yeah. and it's like Moana. Moana (laughs) was... I I love that movie. I was like, do not even start on that movie. I went deep on Moana. Moana, um, Frozen. And then I was like, are you moving her more into the more geekier stuff? I'm trying. And you were just like, she just won't take it. She won't won't do it. And... So you try with like, you're like, oh, mild. Let's go Iron Giant. Like, oh, let's give that. Nah, doesn't care. Like mm. you can literally tell in two seconds, put my on, on, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Finding Dory, all over it. Finding Nemo, hates it. Oh, I was about to say, maybe it's a water theme that she's got going no, on. No, no, no. She's Frozen, loves Frozen, all over That's the like chicken she, Frozen. She likes water. ladies who kill. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, she likes yeah. that. She likes trolls. What's the, what's the latest? Oh, she loves Coco. She is absolutely <laughs> Bonkers for Coco, this kid. She goes, Coco, Coco. She freaks out. She freaking loves it. Yeah. So I've oh seen God. Coco. We should like, get her to come on this podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> like next time, yeah, you know, when you need a break from your son, just bring in your daughter and be like, talk about Moana. She'll just stand in front of the microphone. It, she's so, she's so weird. But she'll, she'll stand in front of the microphone. She'll like talk. She'll start saying weird words and blah, blah. But Coco, I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen my, I, I conservatively, I think I counted six months. Like I watch Moana at least once a day. How many days is that? Like 150 times, like 180 times. Let's to say. be fair, I did that when it came out. And I didn't <laughs> have a kid, so. Look, we don't no judge judgment. here. No, no judgment here. No it's a safe space for geeks yeah. and pop culture nerds. So speaking of safe space, we're going to throw Tali into the, the first topic here because I came into it um, with weird tweets and my friends never saw what the hell was going on. Um, can you please explain big dick energy. Well, the fact that you need it explained to you <laughs> suggests that maybe you do not have it. But for those who aren't on Twitter and well, haven't been following I, I, the BD energy that's just been floating around, it's explain us. Yes. So, well, I believe that it started on Twitter where Anthony Bourdain, famous chef, traveller, great, great guy. I was actually really sad when he oh, died. Oh, it was... Unbearable like, when he we, we haven't talked about it on the show, I don't think, but that, no. was, that was a yeah. devastating one. It was, it was one that really hit me when I saw that. Mm. Um, someone memorialized him on Twitter and said he was a guy who just exhumed big dick energy, which essentially says someone who has that confidence and held himself 
and carried himself in the way that a guy with a big appendage, you would imagine that he would yeah. carry himself out. So he has that energy. Guys, just you know says, them. Yeah. You know them. Yeah. There's there's someone I'm related to and it's just... <laughs> It's stupid. <laughs> but they're the Rihannas. They're the Serenas of yeah, the world. Yeah. Oh. The people who walk into the room and you look at them and you go, you're awesome. But they're not arrogant. Not arrogant because they can Big back difference. it up. They've got the receipt because they <laughs> are awesome. You just go, oh, totally. you do this like, like Serena. Can I please be your friend? <laughs> just pretty please. Can I be, please stand just, in your shadow? Just, just anything. Just send me away. I Blanchett's got big dick energy. She's got oh, so much of it. She totally has. Like yeah, her in yes. Ocean's 8. Yeah. I was just thinking of that with the sequel. Choosing it. Her in Thor Ragnarok as Hela. Oh my God. Yeah, she's got some big energy. I was thinking about the sequence jacket in Ocean's 8. I was like, when she's walking in, she's got the suit. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's where it's at. She's killing it. She's killing it. She totally does. But to be super clear, it is not arrogance. And you can tell because the ones who are arrogant are the ones who are overcompensating. Mm. I think someone said that that's tiny hand energy. (laughs) It's what the opposite of big dick energy is. Tiny hand energy. Tiny hand energy. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But then it evolved into like the uh, the most famous one is now Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Pete Davidson, you don't know, Saturday Night Live, comedian, often on like Sirius XM radio in the States. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Ariana Grande. Insanely famous pop star, pop star yeah. slash they're feminist. Now, now they're now engaged. <laughs> yep. And there's an after un- a month together. Look, young kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, young I kids. just got really super like, <laughs> like raised eyebrows and nods. Big dick energy. You lock that shit down in a month. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was the she bad was one in here, done. but I got both both of the guys like nah. That's it. It's sorted. Done. Done. There's a really unfortunate picture of her eating a lollipop, staring at Pete Davison. And I, that's where I was like, what is going on? What's happening? They what both is... have the big dick energy and yeah, they're they just going to share it with each other using lollipops. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What's happened? This is just madness. Welcome to 2018, <laughs> where that all completely makes sense. But like, I know this is called like gaggle of geeks and people are like, how the hell does this even relate to the geekdom? Well... Twitter. Twitter. It is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Every Twitter <laughs> everything makes, comes down to Twitter. Everything makes everything comes back to geekdom and pop culture when Twitter gets involved. But uh, yeah, they started putting out lists ranking mm-hmm. the MCU heroes slash villains. Right now, t- we'll go from. Should we start from the small end or the big one? <laughs> uh, let's start with the small. Mm-hmm. So the small, most people would agree, it's at the moment Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Peter yeah, Quill. definitely so, overcompensating. So yeah, Chris Chris Pratt for those who are playing at home. Um, yeah, he does have a touch of the overcompensation, mm. especially in the later movies. Oh he definitely gosh. does. Like, what was he doing in Infinity War? Oh, who knows? Who knows what he was oh. doing? And then, of course, Iron Man in the tiny hand department. Oh, it was quite <laughs> synonymous with so many lists that oh. Iron Man was like no. on the tiny. Him and Doctor Strange because it no, was Doctor it was Str- all no. bravado. No, Doctor Strange is no. low. Tony Stark. Yeah, he can back it up. Oh. He's got. He's also got how many we, helping him out. He's got it all going. But on. compared to the okay, have so we he's, read good? Maybe he's in the middle compared to yeah, <laughs> the he, bigger scheme of yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, not okay. everyone has had nuclear energy turn them into a rage monster yeah. and engorge mm. their nether region yeah. unnaturally. But the thing I love is like most people put Hulk in the tiny hands. Oh, the Hulk. Bruce Banner in the big. <laughs> <laughs> In, in the big D. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing Ruffalo's receipts. So, is- yeah. so, so, so we just say number one's Hemsworth, right? Um, it's Well, this is the thing. It's like at the moment, it's pretty much Black Widow and Hemsworth as Thor. Oh, right. Uh, they're, up, yeah. they're up there. Yeah, because, larger. yeah, it's ladies can have the big dick energy. Yeah. yeah totally. And out of the, the small amount, the most of the ladies are high up there. 
But speaking of big dick energy, mm. Disney just got approval to purchase 20th Century Fox. What? Yeah. Walt Disney, big dick energy. <laughs> big, big money dick energy, mm, basically. So big. Um, so, guys, Sophie and I have talked about I think we talked about it since last December when it, it was, was rumoured. Yeah, and then we had a big chat about it. A few weeks ago when it was announced. Um, Comcast. Comcast. Came in with a counteroffer, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that bid was just ridiculous. Yeah, so so Disney came in with like a 63, and I'm going to say 63 billion. With a B. B. Yeah. B for billion dollar offer originally. Comcast came over the top mm-hmm. with like a 68 billion dollar offer. So Comcast are the folks who own like Universal Studios mm. and right now it's like the battle for the next streaming service because Netflix currently has Disney mm. stuff on it and mm-hmm. Disney are opening their own streaming service so it's like which it, looks remarkably yeah. like the ABC logo yeah remarkably <laughs> movies anywhere whatever it's called but they've basically got their own streaming service coming mm. um, DC have launched a streaming service today like everything's about trying to occupy as much of that space as you can Disney have come back with a stupid counter offer and it's currently been in the New York uh, sorry in the United States uh, Supreme Courts around monopolies so they're trying mm. to stop the monopoly mm. but they've finally gotten approval 71 billion Jeez, from they, from like what six? No, how much? Sixty three. Sixty three. So that's another eight billion that's on there. Huge wow, it is. And they're, they're, what they're saying to the um, the Fox shareholders is they're mm. going to give them like like cents on the share. So that's what's actually tipped it over mm. the edge. Like the, the, all the shareholders in Fox are going to be stupid rich. From... So they'd have to be pretty confident that this is going to be a huge success for them. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, the big one is imagine like, I mean, there's a stack of Fox content that's on Netflix, there's a stack mm. of Fox content yeah. on Hulu. There's yep. a stack of Fox content that they've got like disputed rights over, which is like the Marvel stuff that we've, you know, we've been yeah. super mm. deep in. But I think it's like, imagine like, 20th Century Fox is one of the oldest and biggest movie mm. studios ever. Like, once their they backlog, own, like their back catalog, the back catalog is ridiculously huge. They own it. So, what does that mean for me as a viewer? So, I've currently got Netflix. If Disney goes ahead, does it mean that I then have to sign up to another streaming yeah, service? Yeah, so Disney so is it going to cost me more yes. to yeah. watch the things I because can already they'll buy. Watch they'll buy all the rights back. It'll pro- or they'll just let. The current, how long? So all the, like, mm. and speaking as a dad, like, this is me as a dad as well. That's the first thing I'm like, oh, shit, now I have to buy this service. Because mm. what's going to happen? Yeah. When Disney make their service, all the Disney kitty movies go, all yep. the Marvel, pro- like, products, mm. all the Marvel superhero movies go off Netflix immediately. All the Disney, even, like, just, like, are, are, you know, like other Disney movies that are on there, anything yeah. that's under their sweetest stuff goes. And, and now, potentially, any 20th Century Fox movie that is on there, gone. see ya. It's gone. On. It's on this new thing. Well, this doesn't seem to be in our benefit. <laughs> no. Can we write a letter to Disney? Dear. I will save you $71 billion if you do not do that. No. I mean, Fox, they're going to sell. It's just, it's whether it's going to be Disney and Comcast. And Comcast, they will be getting like right of say whether they can offer a counter. Yes. Yep. Again. And if it's going to be ridiculous oh like last time, because they like well, shot Disney out of the, yeah, water, out of the water with uh. their last offer. So yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I I've, I think what it'll be is, it's never going to replace a Netflix. I don't think this is services. This is but- the thing. Like you look at Netflix and the usership, and it's like you know way to the sky. And you look at every other streaming mm. service in Australia, it's, it's just like so <laughs> near the bottom. Yeah, and, and I think what it's actually going to do is it's probably going to kill a smaller service. So mm. it'll yep. be something like you know 
something like an Amazon at the moment who's got mm. only get little things or something yeah. like a Hulu in the States. And Amazon, it's small but steadily growing, but it, it's still really small. And that's why Amazon's supercharging their original content like Netflix. Netflix yeah. has such a strong original content from international mm. that they can survive. But this big one says... If we take the biggest movies that are selling internationally, so you know, and make them Disney, mm. you know, streaming service exclusives, they take Star Wars, they take mm. they take all the Disney movies, they take yep. all the Marvel movies, and they're on one streaming and platform. The thing about and the that's little... something you have to yeah. own. And that's well, because I know that some Australian actors this week were protesting to Netflix, saying that there should be more local content and Australian content. If then Disney does take away a lot of their stuff, does that mean that there could be an well, increase? Well, Netflix is such a huge kind of content? like conglomerate that they are co-producing a lot of Australian mm. content. So and, that and, won't change. But but yeah. there was one big difference is that every country that let Netflix in said mm. like, you know, France and England and stuff was like, cool, 20% English content that you're going to be producing. Mm. And Netflix, to their credit, were like, okay. We'll do it. They're like, yeah. we know that you're going to pay. Yeah. So <laughs> like, we know you're going to pay for it, so do it. And then Tony Abbott was the only guy who was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And and they're like, really? He's like, yeah. They're like, you don't want us to give you any money for like you a should content? should be bargaining or or something. Bargaining? Yeah. Yeah, look, you know what a screen well, like industry's wearing, trying to do, I, right? I think he's wearing sluggers. So <laughs> it's not really a negotiating guy. Why oh, are we um, negotiating with a guy in budgie sluggers <laughs> right oh, now? This does God. not seem right. Yeah. No, so, not right at all. So uh, I still think that's going to happen. That still yeah. has to be argued. And I think, mm, um, yeah. uh, I think there's now there's getting a little bit more political pressure that they can sort of exert. Yeah. Netflix as a company to their again, so they want to say to their credit, never never usually push back. They're like, yeah. Okay, mm. it sometimes delays the onset, mm. but usually they have a plan where they're like, Okay, cool. If it's twenty percent, can it be twenty percent by year three? Yeah. Because they know that they've got to like get talent, it, get it, yep. groom it, fund that's it. Reasonable. Reasonable, mm. right? But that's like most standard like screen productions. Like, mm. you know, you have to go. I'm going to ask you for this money. And they're like, what's your idea? What's mm. your plan? But it's also, what's your talent? <laughs> but it's also they're smarter too. Netflix yeah. are going to um, going to places like Cannes Film Festival and Sundance and stuff mm. with things that don't, mm. have, um, don't have distribution yet. And then they buy it and they're like, cool, that's my American content. Because they get yeah. a Netflix exclusive on it. And then they're mm. like, that's my American content. That's my French content. That's my English content. And they, mm. that's how they're doing it. Well, like the strain from Cargo, that was bought by Netflix. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And so, and in Oz, we get this brief run, but internationally, it's yeah. internationally, it's internationally everywhere. available yeah. on Netflix everywhere. Mm. And the filmmakers actually, they would, they went, they shopped it around and mm. they landed on Netflix because yeah. that was the best deal. It was yeah. the best deal. So I, so in a nutshell, yes, for our pockets, we're going to have to buy another one and we're probably mm. going to have to fight tooth and nail whether like, are we keeping Stan or are we keeping Hulu if you've got Hulu via VD, VPN or yeah. am I going to keep the second, whatever the... Excuse me. Whatever the second one you've got, that's in trouble, and and yeah. we'll keep you abreast. I think <laughs> I have like what four. <laughs> I'm I, in trouble. I I I I just uh, like I don't need a child. Which I know. One do you get I, rid of? You can't. This is the thing. So I like, I'll adopt choice. another one, but I don't even watch them all. Like I oh, feel yeah, like totally. I feel like Amazon gets the worst hit mm. out of all my streaming services, and the most frustrating thing is like because they're so little, they have to like sell to regions outside of mm. the US. So a lot of their content already lives on Stan and Netflix and yeah. now even on ABC iview. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I've got it all. Yeah. <laughs> on the ones I already have. Plus on Amazon Prime because But to be fair, yeah. I was I'm like the last I'm like the person who just watched all five seasons of Friday Night Lights again mm. on Amazon Prime. So like I'm that the thing is, a single handed person. The thing, I will say like. though 
playback on Amazon Prime is pretty damn decent. Yeah, it's good. And it's good on their app too. And they have this mm. like weird thing called X-Ray, which is really cool, which yeah. you can like click on a person as it's playing and it tells you, like she brings up their IMDb to show you what they're in. That yeah. is so handy. And like I cannot bits tell you of the trivia from shows. the show, it'll yes. just pop up. It is a great little feature. Yeah, cool little feature on your yeah. phone. So in a nutshell, these guys are going to have to keep you abreast of any new pushes mm. for Netflix's original Australian content because... Hell yes, mm. if you hear more I mean, they do that. a lot more co-productions than they do original, we, original. We need, we need, but like, there are so many talented folk. Oh we, we could you just watch Hannah Gadsby, the Annette special on yeah. Netflix. It's going <laughs> off. Gangbusters. Yeah, it's going, it's going crazy. People want, people want Australian content. They like, do. It's out there. And they're buying it left, right and centre. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, you go to your stands, you go to your... ABCs and whatnot and all mm. that. And they've, they're just on it and SBS even. Yeah. They are like, the moment the rights are finished on television slash streaming on local services, yeah, they're, they're picking it. it. They're yeah. picking up. They're buying it. Yeah. I love it. And, and so, yeah, I, I think you guys will have to suss that out. <laughs> you guys will have to suss that and I'll have to be listening when you guys figure it out. Watch this space. Watch this continued. Space. It's all happening. Oh, Roseanne Barr is remorseful. Is she? She sure is. Should I? She, she can. I'll just play this thing. Yeah. You are officially on my shit list. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> so uh, fair. Uh, I mean, she's. It's been what th- three, four weeks since she made those comments and mm. went on a <laughs> riddle. Yeah. Ambient, uh, ambient uh, fuel. Twitter rant. So, first up. Like um, uh, another great podcast that I'm like psychopathically obsessed with is the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. He has interviewed Roseanne Barr before, and even like before um, we we got on air, Tali and I were talking about like in that original interview, which is a couple of years ago now, when he interviewed mm. her, he was talking about her like trailblazing career, but was like he's kind of confident as an interviewer enough to be like, and she's also kind of batshit crazy. It's like, and you, yeah. you, you even said to her a few times, and I remember listening on this commute. It's like you're kind of crazy on Twitter. Mm. Then, like three years ago, fast forward mm. to now, Roseanne comes out, most popular show. She's a like definitely a fl- like a flight risk in inverted yeah. commas <laughs> of someone who's a huge risk that they're going to bank. But now, especially it, in a time of Trump, like and, yeah. yeah, and her, and her, her outward, vocal support, vocal of support mm. of it, it's just so. As this big Roseanne fiasco went down, I remember Joe Rogan actually talked about it on the podcast again and said she actually was going to come on the show, which is a great platform, three hours, you know, millions of downloads every month for to just long form talk about it. Mm. She didn't end up doing that. And so like for fans of the show, it was like, oh, like if anyone was actually going to give her a, like be reasonable with her and not attack her and let her just mm. talk and say her side of the story, Joe's a great person for that because he's had people like Lance Armstrong on the show, like, you know, mm-hmm. some pretty controversial figures. And so everyone's like, oh, cool, that'd be a great interview. Instead... <laughs> She talked to a rabbi, discuss what is going on. Rabbi. Every part really? of, yeah, every part of oh. that is her trying to construct her narrative back into everyone. Oh, maybe we've misunderstood the whole situation. Maybe she really was on Ambien. Maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Because the interview with the rabbi... You've got, okay, this is a podcast and if we have a guest come in, if Roseanne Barr walks through that door and sits down and says, let's have an interview, what is the first question you ask her? You ask her about that tweet. The rabbi, no. Let me, let's talk about your Jewish upbringing. Let's talk about your preaching. And at one point, Roseanne actually says, I've made a mistake, obviously referencing the tweet. And the rabbi goes, oh, no, not yet. I want to set it up first so people get to know you the way that I know you. Because they'd been friends for decades. And that's why she'd agreed to go in and talk to him. So the whole interview is just setting up this narrative that she's not that bad a person. But the thing is, you can do that. 
like if you have a like she clearly had a rapport with Joe from before. Yeah. And so it's like But he would have gone straight in there and go, He would have gone to talk we about have to this. We have to yeah. talk about it. But the thing is that's the huge elephant yeah, in the, the bloody yeah. room. And that's she has why she's to address there for the interview. It. And if she addressed it first, people would respect her more for it. Yeah. And instead it's like, I'm a great person. It's like, no, you're no. not. And he didn't really no, challenge her on the excuses that she was making. And I am gonna say that they were excuses because she's like, Oh, I should have known better. Like the network one warning sign is Roseanne was hugely popular so it's totally understandable that the network's like we're going to revive it because they've been reviving a lot of other really Mm. successful ones Roseanne's a no-brainer but they had literally said to her before the show had even gone to air you can't tweet stuff because essentially we don't trust you on Twitter (laughs) that's essentially what they're saying you're a liability when you get on Twitter and she was like oh yeah I like she talked to her children even her children are like mom don't go on Twitter like they knew she was crazy when your kids are telling you you're crazy your employer is telling you you're crazy at some point you may have to look in a mirror and ask yourself am I crazy okay okay. just a quick sidebar I actually like wonder now if my kids are ever going to have that conversation (laughs) with me like dad yes yes. no more Twitter stop Okay. Dad, you're not Batman. Stop, Stop. it. <laughs> you are not Batman. Stop trying to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, I, so, so firstly, that's probably going to yeah. happen in my future. But I, I agree. It's like everyone knows. And like, as I, as I just said before, Roseanne is a nutcase. And we've even said mm. on the show before, she's a nutcase on Twitter. She's always been a nutcase yep. on Twitter. And look, there's been a couple of arguments that I've heard where the way that she wrote the tweet is a, like, you can joke about with your friends sometimes. You might go... Oh my God, like that person looks like a mixture between, you know, Joe Pesci and Jason Siegel or something. Like the way the joke, it's set up like a joke. But the thing is, she said it and used all the language that has all the racist connotations. So yep. whatever you're doing, however far you're pushing that, Twitter is not the place to push for yeah. like, an, a, like a joke like that. When you're on the biggest like conservative network in America... Mm. And especially and preaching when to everyone, middle America. Yeah, and yeah. The, everyone is focused on her at that time. And there were so many think pieces before Roseanne came out because she was such a vocal supporter of I Trump. I would love if we could do a search. Could we fi- Could we bring a sat next week and just like see how many Google results Roseanne think piece before Roseanne? There would be so many. Oh, I'm calling totally. it now that yeah. there will be a PhD. <laughs> oh there is currently God. a PhD in the Roseanne tweet. What happened next? Tally. Let's discuss. Twenty seven. going to be your pages. PhD. You've done your master's <laughs> here weekly. <laughs> we've, we've stepped up from who to Roseanne. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to need to double the size of this because there's a lot to go through. But this is the thing with Roseanne. So many people had written beforehand going, you're walking into a lion's den with her because she is essentially a liability. Yeah. And then when it all came out, they were like, oh, I hate to tell I, say I told you so, but I literally told you so. And this you, was always And you happen. can also see like... They, in to be fair to the network at the time, they did the smart thing. They mm. did keep her off Twitter before it went to air. They yep. filmed the whole season, which is smart before it went to air, and they did all the workshops. That everything was done in private. And then as soon as they relinquished, so firstly they kept yep. her in a. You could tell they kept her in a super bubble for the first few. <laughs> Can you just first imagine few all weeks. the meetings that they would have just had. Like, We're bringing Roseanne back. Hand How over do we your phone, Roseanne. Bar? Hand oh. over your phone. No, no, no this... you are not having it back. <laughs> yeah, like you can <laughs> stay tell... in this room. Act. Go back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that they kept it very isolated for that. And so mm. you know, if she wants to do a silly joke, she's doing it amongst friends and amongst people who've worked with her mm. before. So that's fine. 
But you then tell they go, it's the biggest show in the city. Oh, we can just, you can tell yeah. they just relinquish the pressure. She's clearly sick. She goes home. She's taken Ambien. Like she's the kind of person who's sick enough to take Ambien and whose first reaction, Twitter. <laughs> but I loved Ambien's response to it too because her first two was like, oh, I'm sorry, I was on Ambien. And Ambien's like, um, side effect is not, not racism, racism. at all. But in that, that interview. Amb- can we just say, if you're the Ambien social media clerk, oh like gosh. you're like, you had, you're probably getting paid like 10 bucks an hour. You deserve $100,000 a year. So but in that interview with the rabbi, he essentially called BS on the whole Ambien thing. And then the next thing was like, oh, I didn't realize that she was black. And it was like, you've just got excuses after excuse after excuse and you're not actually helping yourself. You're no. digging yourself out of the hole. And then after that, I just had to give up on the interview because I'm like, no. I, you're really just fueling my anger and my fire no, towards no. you. I have not changed my mind. I, I, I just, yeah. I it's, don't know. I don't know if there's an, I don't, I, I think that, I think the best way to, the best way to have gone about it would be to be on a podcast like Rogan and go, mm-hmm. I'm, I completely said an off color joke. I know I went too far. Yeah, I, I know I went way too far, and 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 it was you know, it, and had I been of like my full mental faculties, mm. I probably would have saved it for the back of a mm. comedy club, sitting around comedians to try and say an off-color joke with people who knew that that's what mm. I was trying to do. But saying it in that space, saying it in that context, it's, it's like it's, it's all wrong. And so to then go out there and go, I know I effed up. I'm not, I am I am this person on Twitter. This is who I am. And, mm. and, and, and to, to call it, I think people would have at least gone, yes, you said something racist and you're a dickhead, but if you apologize for it, maybe we can sort of mm. eventually but it was like, move past. If you can apologize and unpack yeah. and yeah. someone else can tell you, well, this is the reason why people are pissed. Do you yeah. understand yeah. why they are so pissed? Because yeah. what you said was utterly wrong. Yeah. And, and, and how she moves forward from this will be interesting to see how she's dealt with it too because yeah. it's all well and good to say I'm sorry because I lost my show yeah. but then the next offensive thing that she does will be like you weren't sorry because you didn't learn your lesson which it's is just, I think yeah. what will happen yeah. given yeah. her previous past record when mm. it comes to this stuff <laughs> yeah it's like it's it's about it's the the rare thing like the rare opportunity where someone gives you feedback and like mm. attempts to educate like where they'll take the time to give you context like this is me I was offended by this. This, this is, is why, why I was, I was offended. offended. And then you go, you can totally, if you're the person who's receiving it, you're like, yep, mm. I get it. I get yep. it. I get it. I'm not, yep. I, I like, I totally didn't intend for that to happen, yep. but I get it. And mm. at least being able to acknowledge it, that's the shit that, you know, if you're presented with that chance, you want to be able to say, like, mm. I'm remorseful, I do it. But for them talk, to talk, go like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's my it. bad. Done. Okay. Bye. Can I have my show Learned back? nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. First thing, if your interviews with any member of any religious clergy <laughs> it's, uh, it's organized religion and, it's and, and the Bye. interview starts with how you study the torah and you teach the torah to other people no no everyone knows organized religion it's like the pinnacle of morality no, no. Yeah. if you just look at the royal commission that's yeah. happening in australia right now not the pinnacle of morality yeah the way that you get your credibility back is to be interviewed by an interviewer who will give you a hard time, who will press you and you will answer questions honestly, that's how you change an audience's mind. Not trying to control a narrative to be, actually, I'm a good person, I just had a bad that's night. That's just politics. Yeah. Mm. Control the yeah. narrative is just politics. And it's just like, and no, We stop. get enough of that. Yeah. Oh. Everyone exactly. is sick of that. Yeah. yeah. They want authenticity. Mm. Yeah. And that's not happening. No. No, not at all. But at least, silver lining, they're keeping 
all the people employed on her show yeah. around to continue <laughs> the, the show, show as a spin-off without her. Without her, yeah. And it's got to be a kick in the guts, doesn't it's, it? One, oh, it's a kick totally. in the guts. Two, I've seen so many people say that it should be like Poochie, like and 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 Poochie died on his way home to his home planet, and then it just starts out with like everyone on the show just talking again. Amazing. I don't know how they're going to do it. Who knows? I always love it in a sitcom or a TV show where something's happened and they've just got rid of an actor. They either replace it with Might. someone else and never acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> or or they like, just go, well, yeah, they, no, that never happened. But it, it's a hit and miss move because like the whole jumping the shark thing is yeah. like, <laughs> okay, guys, I think it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just let it die. My you fa- squeeze one more season, just no. one more season. My, no. my, fa- my favourite one out of that was the lady who was the voice of Ned Flanders' wife, Maud, on The Simpsons. And they literally had her shot by a T-shirt cannon at a baseball game and die in an episode. <laughs> and that was how she was fired. That was her last episode. That is, like, as much as you might, whatever... She's stealing from the kitchen what, or whatever, something like whatever, that. That seems very... Whatever <laughs> ethics you have about 20th Century Fox and Murdoch or whatever... That is such a ball away to be like, oh, yeah, well, you want more money? Bye. Bye. You're not Hank Azaria or like uh, or the voice of Homer. I just, See ya. The stuff that The Simpsons gets away with. Um, I was watching an old episode um, where the newsreader, he gets done in because he was like, I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> and he just pretty much slams Fox right on air. And then it's just like. How did they get away with this? I don't know. How? I don't know. What? Ma- no, he's pretty much saying what you know everyone why? thinks about Fox no, on the Fox network. You can't do that. But you know why? It's the whole Roseanne thing. Simpsons at that time was making mm. so much money. Mm. Yeah. That's the that's the moral quandary. Yeah. It's like this person's a psycho. They're a flight risk. Mm. They might do stuff that makes us look yeah. bad. But they're but bringing in bank right bank. now. Bank. Yeah. It's all about the money, 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 money. All right, let's speak in money. Let's do one quick one. Um, money is denim on denim. So I just want to really mention that um, we've had the first look of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's new movie. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited too. The cast is rolling deep. Margot Robbie, Ozzy and Margot Robbie, Al Pacino, Emile Hirsch is in the thing, whatever. Who has been getting a lot of slack lot of, from... A lot of, Jim- lot of, lot of, lot of shit Jamila, Jamila. Oh, God. He choked a woman, got yeah. slapped on the wrist, got like, what, 30 days like community service, literally at a Hollywood party, grabbed her by the throat and strangled her on a table. Well, mm. That, that, there you go. So um, he might be out of the movie before the time it actually comes well, out. You never know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how yeah, that goes. We'll, we'll never know. But great double denim is Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, who play the two two of the lead characters in this movie. One, like Leonardo DiCaprio plays an actor. Brad Pitt plays his stand-in slash stunt double. And they are employed in Hollywood around the time of the Sharon Tate murders, when mm. which is played by Margot Robbie. So this sounds the most pulp fiction-y mm. inside mm. Hollywood. So that yeah. will follow like the whole Roman Polanski stuff then. Uh, absolutely it will. Oh. Yeah. Potentially. Charles Manson. Manson, so, yeah. Polanski. Oh. You know Freak what? factor just went up yeah. by like 10. <laughs> so, so, so what I want to say, what I want to say is, a lot of people are like really, you know, they're thinking, oh, Tarantino is being a bit exploitative with the Sharon Tate thing. What I want to just, the elephant in the room, mm. Quentin Tarantino has been following genre of Paul Thomas Anderson for years. Paul Thomas Anderson, director of movies like Magnolia, The Master, There Will Be Blood, mm-hmm. The Amazing Inherent Vice, which is Thomas Pynchon's novel about the the time that like hippies went into like complete, you know, American exploitation, Reaganomics era. Mm. And that is exactly what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is. It's a it's a yeah. it's an inherent vice clone, but via the prism of Quentin Tarantino because he's so obsessed with Paul Thomas Anderson that he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I think I should play in that field as well so that's what we're getting um and he's just chosen to do that to be you know maybe a little mm. bit more cheeky poke uh, poke fun but it's kind of that 
mixed with um, Inglorious Bastards and having mm. his, like, if this happened in my universe, mm. w- my guys would have killed Hitler and blown yeah. up all the Germans and carved swastikas <laughs> into people's heads. Like, that's kind of what we're getting. But the big thing is Double Denim, Brad Pitt, looking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the um, photo that Leonardo DiCaprio tweeted out was just... It's beautiful. It, was, it, was be- it really was, Turtle, wasn't it? Beautiful yeah, turtleneck. The sunglasses, oh. too. Sunglasses for Pitt. Gorgeous. Yes. Uh, like, I mean, speaking as a man who wore a turtleneck to a friend's wedding recently, I was so happy to see a turtleneck back Oh, my God, play. you totally did. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wore it hard. I wore it strong. I saw that photo. I was like, seriously, Blake? Yeah. Turtleneck? Yeah. How cold is it down in the south? No, I was going for the turtleneck look. <laughs> I wonder if Tarantino saw that photo <laughs> and went, yeah, we've no. got our costume sorted. Um, done. <laughs> no, there was a picture of Mindhorn, the Mindhorn guy and Leonardo DiCaprio, and they look exactly the same. So it was probably not my turtleneck. But yeah, very man from uncle is what I was going for. And I got a very nice compliment. Mm. So that was good. But that, I'm just like, new Tarantino, you've got to be excited. Oh. Gotta be. Gotta be excited. Um, so, from speaking of turtlenecks, <laughs> where are we gonna go yeah, from there? I'm interested to see how this segue will work oh, out. Speaking of turtlenecks, okay. Um, Kristen Wiig is uh, has yes. been has been yes. taken as uh, taking a photo of her. She's playing Doctor Minerva, aka Cheetah, in the new Wonder Woman mm. eighty four movie. She looks like a weird bag lady who's wandered into a museum in this Just, photo. Has she even got leg warmers on? Yes, like it's very eighties it's because very, it's super eighties. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there it's, there's no leg warm as far as I can see, but she's wearing kitten heels. There's, there's, there's kitten heels going on. There's there's underneath a skirt that yeah. probably yeah. doesn't need a legging. And yeah. she's got a red, like, yeah, turtleneck thing going. Of course, this was released by mm. Patty Jenkins on her Twitter. Yeah. No one. <laughs> who is the new, like, it's like. Publicist for DC. Yeah, clearly. It's like, never mind having a publicist. You just have Patty Jenkins Twitter. She put all the stills out. Never mind. No, don't worry about it, guys. Publicist. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. We got it under it's control. probably part of her contract. She probably does the marketing. Yeah. yeah like, can you imagine? But it's also like, how weird is that? You're like in your modern times, it's like, she's she's behind the camera in the scene. She's like, oh, she just pulls her iPhone out, snap. Yeah, that's good. But that's a proper still she has going. No, it's so, a beautiful still. So she's clearly their publicist. <laughs> yeah, this is a controversial one. People are like a bit freaked out about Kristen Wiig because I think they're worried that it's going to go campy. But like... Uh, have you seen Kristen Wiig act in like great movies as a serious dramatic actor? Like dramatic actor, she's amazing. The Skeleton Twins. Has anyone seen The Skeleton Twins? No. no. Oh my one. god, there's an amazing movie. Right, and it's got uh, oh, who's that? Oh, I've just lost his name. Who's the amazing guys in Barry? What's his name? Uh, from Saturday Night Live. He's hilarious. He did the South Park writing stuff. He's cameos in heaps of movies. He was on Saturday Night Live. I love that you're knowing all this information and oh not the name. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is like... To be fair, I do it to Blake like, a lot. It's like, you know that guy. Uh, he, was in Men in Black, he was in Men in Black 3 and he played um, the... Um, he played Andy Warhol. Oh, my God. What is his name? His name... You um, just have to go... Bill Hader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> God, Bill Hader. See how wow. long that took? You, you guys can there. time that. I got you there. Got there. But got Bill Hader. There. We were a bit useless. We're yeah, sorry. No. But no, it was not ringing any. Like, so, no, every time train he wreck. said something, my brain went somewhere else. Okay. It was like, there. Out of all right. things. I've, I've got to show you guys. It's from 2014. I'm going to just like hold this up so you know the cover. Skeleton Twins. All right. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about these um, um, brother and sister. Um, like um, And they're estranged twins. And they have this weird... Um, 
uh, cheating of death scenario in the same day, and then they reunite and they sort of develop their like re reignite their mm-hmm. their friendship. Um, it's amazing, and it's a very dark humor, and uh, it's just incredible. Those two, but so yeah, I, there was a bit. I saw a bit of like when I saw this picture, there was a little bit of negativity online. It's like she's gonna suck. It's like fucking shut up, DC fans. I hate like, you as well. I swear they're probably still just bitter over Ghostbusters. Be, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't know if it's that. But she's a great actor, and yeah. if Patty Jenkins mm. cast her, then she's going to be red. There's a reason why she's There's there. There's a reason why she's mm. there. And she, like, come on, leading woman in bridesmaids. Yeah, she's such a talent. She's I love amazing. Kristen. Wiig I so love much. Kristen Wiig. She's and if, great. And like you know, there there are those moments mm. of levity in Wonder Woman. She and she mm. will be it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. she'll she'll need to be. Yep. It's that kind of. I I actually think she's going to probably be the same sort of trajectory as uh, like a. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, like mm. be a like bit of out of sorts, you know, it's yeah. Selena Kyle, she's a bit like all over the place and yeah. then sort of get into that, lean yeah. into that more mm. menacing character. I think if, mm. if, if, if there's any model for like awesome, you mm. know, bumbling all over the place, it's that yeah. like Michelle Pfeiffer kills it mm. completely. But I think it. you need the light and shade Absolutely. in a movie like that. And then Thor Ragnarok, that oh was hilarious. hilarious. So funny. And I think it brought so many new fans to Thor who may not have seen it before yeah. because of how funny it was. Oh, because totally. I had a lot of friends who were like, oh, I don't want to see it. Not another Thor, it's like, so dark. It's funny. Yeah. And they're like, Thor's not funny. And then they go along, oh, this is actually hilarious. Yes. And I think that that's a, an, an avenue that this new Wonder Woman could go Absolutely. Into. And I'm going to deject with the most perfect movie, The Mummy, where yeah. Rachel Weisz plays Evie, the librarian. <laughs> she does. And she is proudly a librarian yes. who becomes a heroine, yeah. but still a librarian yes. at heart. Yeah. And, and very, this will be... <laughs> Mummy's a perfect movie. Funny. Funny. Mm. Funny. Funny. But Funny. no, I... I just you got you've got the talent there. Give just leave, just leave her alone. Mm. Like leave Honestly. Patty Jenkins alone. Honestly, people had no faith in the first one, yeah. and then mm. she came out with a what a ninety billion, oh, <laughs> ninety no. million dollars. She knows what she's doing. She knows that. what the hell she's fine. doing. Nine hundred million. We know we got to a bill, yeah. so just chill. Mm. Yeah. Um. So we can be totally cool. How good was that segue? That was a really terrible segue, by the terrible way. Terrible segue, but we're going to talk Tiger. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Tiger. I'm sorry, I'm not J.J. Abrams. They say, oh, Tiger, we wish we called you J.J. Abrams. we gotta, yes. we got we to gotta wrap this show up. we got to wrap, and yeah. you know, you said it with Thor Ragnarok. He was the director, and he and Jermaine Clements, they are doing a spin-off for What We Do in the Shadows, the best vampire movie you ever, ever see. Oh, my see. God. It's literally, if you've never seen it, it's imag- imagine keeping up with the Kardashians, but funny <laughs> with <laughs> vampires in Wellington. Like New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. It's it's like what we do in Shadows is a perfect comedy. There's mm. like probably ten that have been made ever. Mm. And it's perfect. And it's hilarious. I've never at the Sydney Film Festival, it closed the Sydney Film Festival of the year that it did. Mm. I have never been in an audience where more people literally fell out of their chair laughing. <laughs> it was the funniest. It was the funniest. I nearly died. I nearely died. Mm. I've never heard. I was in the store. I'm uh, not in the stores. I was in the dress circle in the city, um, uh, in the uh, in the state theatre, and it's wooden. So sometimes when people are moving around, yeah. you can mm. hear it. It was shaking. <laughs> hilarious. And so the excitement of anything mm. connected to that universe is hilarious. Just today, as we've started talking, an amazing Wellington paranormal trailer dropped. Let's have a watch. You guys can have a listen. I'm Sergeant Marker of the Wellington Police. Over the last few years, there's been a rise in the number of incidents that cannot be classified as normal. They have to be considered paranormal. I made them their own special folder. It's quite thick, see? 
In order to deal with these cases, I have assembled Officers Minogue and O'Leary. Minogue, I'm just requesting assistance here. Thought on offence again, O'Leary? Yep. Be sure to watch Wellington Paranormal, a new documentary series, and see why Minogue, O'Leary and I are your last line of defence against the normal and the paranormal. The new series, Wellington Paranormal, starts July 11th on 2. Oh, Taika Waititi is so funny. Oh, my like, He's so funny. And, like, he gets it so right, and his mm. comedy is so, like, subtle. Yeah. But it's hilarious. Like, even in just that little skit there, like... There's normal and then there's paranormal. We've got a folder and it's just like a manila folder <laughs> that's handwritten paranormal with the para emphasized and underlined. Oh it God. is like, just so understated. Yeah. And it's literally like if New Zealand cop shows are the funniest of all cop shows because <laughs> everyone's so polite. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like in America, it's complete hostility. It's but like in New bad cop, cop show, bad cop. Yeah. yeah. In, in New Zealand cop shows, it's like, oh, mate, how you, how you going there? Right? Is yeah. everything all right? But they do it so well. And I think that he really encapsulates Maori humour, which is very much like that, where it's, I've just said something funny. I know it's funny. You're going to laugh and I'm just going to completely play it straight. Like, I I cannot imagine how many outtakes that they must have during filming anything like this because it's hilarious. They just let it breathe. So long. And they know it's funny. they, They know it's funny. They really do. And, and again, I, what was so funny about what we do in shadows is that they literally played with a reality mm. show, like home life, you know, weird people who live together trope. And it just so perfectly slots in. It's like, how do we make mm. this expand it? Well, we just take a literal cop show, yeah. same understated manner and mm. just put all this paranormal stuff in. And it just looks so fantastic. Well, this is one of the two spinoffs because they yeah. still have the werewolf spinoff. Yeah. The werewolf spinoff is the movie, though. Yes. This yeah. is the TV show. This is the TV is show. Amazing. Do we know how many episodes are going to be in the TV show? No. no. It hasn't said it yet. We can no. suss that out. We can suss it out, but Only July 11th, that's not far. <laughs> don't stop. That's two weeks out, so. And how do we watch that in Australia? Well, we've got to figure that out, we too. we figure it. I don't know who has I, the rights. I'm not being helpful here. I'm just like, no, no. What no, they're good questions, but I don't know who has the rights no, yet. No. I don't, I don't know. know. It's been negotiated yet. Because the, it's, I don't know if it's fighting with therefore an international one which gets US release mm-hmm. and then will come over to Oz because if it's like if it gets picked up by show like HBO mm. HBO's got all the Flight of the Concords so if it's a Flight of the Concords thing then it'll go to HBO which will mean it'll be Showtime in Oz so yeah. then it'll be a Foxtel thing um, if it's something else uh, who knows but well, I, what will eventually happen is the Disney overlords will take over <laughs> everything and we'll yeah. just be paying Disney uh, <laughs> oh Tiger remember you did that movie for us called Thor <laughs> Ragnarok do you want to uh, come over <laughs> we're just going to take your gorgeous little paranormal <laughs> okay, series? if anyone's listening to this podcast, I need you to tag Soph, Tali, and I. How do we get TVNZ2 on Australian laptops? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm I, July 11, I don't care if July. it's a few hours later, I'm, just, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. So tell us on the Twitter, we'll figure it out. VPN that shit. VPN that shit. I know, but I'm just like, how do I then get to that one? I don't know. Is it, a, it might be just the base, it might be like, their regular <laughs> network. <laughs> really obvious. We don't <laughs> We're going through a back door somewhere. <laughs> they're like, it's probably New Zealand. They're, like, they're, they're welcoming they're us like, to their content. Oh, no, no, we're good. We don't have any uh, oh, geoblocks yeah. on this channel. Oh, you can watch it over here. Come over. <laughs> Excellent. All right, I'm moving to New here. Zealand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Moving to New Zealand. Are we doing it? Can we? Uh, I think soon. <laughs> yeah, I think it's soon. Once once the Taika Waititi extended universe it fully expands, I okay. need people to cover it. Yep. Big dick energy. Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
for days. <laughs> I think it changes from big dick energy for Tiger to like massive dick energy. <laughs> MDE. MDE. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, T-W-D-E. Okay. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to, to SER's Gaggle of Geeks. As we um, always say, you can find us at Hushka, Hushka Podcasting um, and all the other podcast apps, Google, Apple, etc. 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 It'll all be there. Um, I've been Blake Howard at Blake is Batman. You can find me on the Twitters and I'll be probably on Radio Silence uh, looking after a small child so you won't see much of me. But you've got these two amazing people to be running Hi. the show. Will indeed. You'll be on Twitter. You'll be like Roseanne, just really tired tweeting. Also, you must be giving, you'll be dropping like hints on what your kids call because it'll be a yes. geeky name and I'll be like, is it this? And you'll be like, no. Warmer. <laughs> well, hopefully by the Colder. Time, hopefully by the next time you record, yeah. there'll be a baby. Yes, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. At all. Sam, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Listen, um, but good radio. No, uh, so either next week or the week after, I'll, you'll you can phone me while you guys are recording, and then we yes. can have a chat. Yeah, oh, we'll done. do it. But till next week's weekly geekily on Gaggle of Geeks, I'm Sophie. I'm Tali. She is Tali. <laughs> she is Tali. Like, you looked at me. And I got <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to end it. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.